Hey, Wiz. How are you feeling? Pretty good, mate. How are you feeling? You had the jab. You feeling all right? I'm feeling great. Someone caved in. Someone caved in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, all right? You hit me up pretty hard with that straight away. No, my son, he's fine. He ran a marathon two weeks later, so that's good. Did he? Everything's good. Still got a bit of a fucking sore kidney there. Yeah, I mean, you're hobbling around Smashing a bit. Smashing those painkillers. Yeah. <sighs> Do you take them uh, the way that I suggested last week? No, I took 15. <laughs> I was supposed to take two, but fuck, I felt good. No, I get, getting better. I, yeah. I should be riding. It takes five. It takes eight weeks. So should only take things. five for a supreme athlete like yourself. That's what, what I do you think? think? Yeah, I hope so. Because I can't sleep very well, so I've just, just got to stay up. You do. What's my highlights? Good. <laughs> so I've been going to bed at seven a.m. I watch Fev's highlights. I'm with the bed nine p.m. <laughs> Caps goes boom. Caps goes boom. <laughs> well, welcome to the season finale of the Tewas Podcast. This is episode ten. And your band's coming on. It is coming on, yeah, it oh, is. Ripper. I know. My name's Tony Marks, and at my side, as always, is the man who spent so much time in the air in the 1980s, he's partially responsible for the hold in the ozone. It's the wizard, Warwick Someone's Kemper. getting a couple of good one-liners, I'll tell you. <laughs> what, if you keep going, Tony, you're going to be my fluffer on the next fucking stand-up show. Are you going to pole vault to the toilet? Yes, I will. You'll actually be in the next porno, mate. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And Tony was actually my big brother. First one to be thrown out for nudity. I know. I, and they, they said, Warwick... Get to the room. It's inappropriate. I said, why? They said, how big is your cock? I said, three inches from the ground. Oh. That isn't, I was yeah. a victim of a nudie, yeah. but picked up 35. 35K? That's contract. So please cheers for me. I know. You noticed that Elliot Goblet was a bit, was a bit jealous of the 35K I last know. week. He you kept turning up. It's like 35K. I noticed that. Three inches from the ground. <laughs> and he sort of kept talking over me. I thought, someone's getting a little bit jealous trying they to compete with are. Caps, and it's my fucking show. I know. So I, I said to Elliot today, oh, you know, Elliot, never heard of him. <laughs> I said, that's what I said. That's what you said. Well, Wes, to celebrate the But he is a great day. He's funny. He's funny. <laughs> I'm, inside, I'm inside your TV. Elliot Goblin. Elliot. He was good. <laughs> well, good. celebrate the 10th episode of the show tonight. We have some dear friends of mine, the show, joining us, helping celebrate our season finale and preview the second single release from a forthcoming album. Shit, I'd. My band of brothers, Simon Hosford, Jason Vorher, Paul and John O'Brien are going to be in the studio tonight. And they can play a bit. They can play a bit. There could be a jam in the Get Kappa Cave tonight. You've been uh, lubricating them upstairs. I can have to have. I'm getting, I'm getting dry lips myself just thinking about it. You can tell none of them want to leave. I know that. Especially, except, especially, except Jason. Especially except Jason. Simon's been here three weeks. <laughs> he's a freak. Simon never wants to leave. Jason, he's going to be doing a, an outdoor performance on the uh, first day that they're allowed at, uh, I think it's Arco Bar, isn't it? Naked Racer. Naked Shit Racer. Up. Naked Racer. Well, we're going to pretend that Jason is still with, not on the show. We might go and have a look, eh? Hey? We might go and have a look. Um, Just for a small fee, I'll come and have a look and <laughs> get, your, get your profile up. No, I won't. Um, no, uh, sorry, JC, Mike's not on yet, mate. But, uh, <laughs> also tonight, in for a quick chat, we have yeah, Rats, yeah, Rats yeah, and Arnie. Yeah, Jay, yeah, yeah, shut up. No one knows you. <laughs> we have Rats and Arnie from Southern FM. The gents are on soon to celebrate their first anniversary of their incredible show, Rock Up. Yes. That's uh, become a platform for great and aspiring Australian artists to showcase their talent. We should see if I only take what's mine could get a Guernsey on that show. Just behind your shoulder there, mate. Right That's- there. Sorry, sorry, for, sorry for selling 1.2 million. I apologise to my listeners. <laughs> Even though it did sound like Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, well, they've, mate, du- they've dubbed the shit out of me. Mate, they didn't have Martin Plaza write a hit single for him. Yeah, no. He actually did. He did write it. He wasn't supposed to fucking sing it too. But he, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, well, and as always, Wizard, we're joined in part by the single worst production assistant in all of broadcasting, broadcasting a partially formed character that was outed last week. He was too. On our show as a chronic masturbator by his own father. Uh, he still has the redeeming quality of he being a, a fanatic Warwick Cabin fan. And guess fan. what? His masturbating out my porno, but it's made it worse. I know. I said, someone's I a know. little bit gay. But I don't mind equal, equal, equal opportunity there. I know. We've got to. I believe that's all, folks. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah. As many of our listeners know, Nikki D rents a room here at the Kappa Castle. You, yourself and Lisa have found it in your heart to rent him the space under the stairs. Yep. No, there's no toilet either, so it's bad luck. Well, you know, he can piss in the gully. He's got to go outside like the dog. He can piss in the drain like I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's lucky you've got a retention system, mate. That gets a lot of use. It does. It does. Has he been pulling his weight around the house this week, mate? Now that yeah, you- maybe some rice bubbles, but <laughs> he didn't tell me the fucking milk was four weeks old. <laughs> oh, my God. So I gave out the stepson, didn't say anything. Got him again because he's a bit dirty up there. Oh, my God. Oh, well, Liz, have you recovered from having a seven millimeter kidney stone removed? In the answer to that, not yet. Not yet. So they just told me no strong alcohol. So I'm just going to drink a lot of beer and a lot of water. Cool. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 it's well, it's, as we know, beer is not classed technically as an alcohol. It's good during the day. She does during the night. But thanks for asking. Would I be right there? Yeah. I mean, uh, being struck down like this must have been tough on you and Lisa. You know, you normally do so much around the house. I, I mean, do. who's I been do doing it. it for you? Let's put the fucking bin out and mow the lawn. Even though I've got a gardener, but just keep that to herself. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm I'm a bit shrewd. I gave a policeman a neighbour, our mower, for insurance, he mows my lawn. Really? Caps goes boom again. you got the cop next door so mowing your lawn. After, I've, got no, I've got no room because there's so many photos of me and, and there's no storage in this fucking place. So I said, you take the fucking mower. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And you buy the petrol and, and I fucking watch you mow it. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's, got to be, there's got to be some sort of cost for living next door to the first million dollar player in the but, AFL. But thanks, mate. you probably got a point, yeah. I, I waived the fee. Point. You waived the fee? Every time I go to his house, I waived the three grand fee. <laughs> <laughs> and I beat him at Halberton's. He wasn't fucking happy. I thought he was going to get the shotgun out. You didn't give him one first. Let him have a... No, you know, no. Because you know? <laughs> you tell me how good he was. Yeah, right. So I wanted to fucking fix him up. There's no room for that. Beha- <laughs> that was no, no room for that behaviour at that this address, mate. Now that you're feeling a little bit better, are you back in the kitchen whipping up any of your culinary masterpieces, mate? Yes. Yep. What do you, ma- you made this week? Got some Chinese felisa. I went and bought it. Oh, yeah. yeah well, same thing, really. So I thought we'd try a new one. Yeah. And you know when you try the new ones, you just think it's going to fuck up? Yep. Have fucking fucked up. Have fucked up. And of course, Lisa wants the dearest one because she's a girl. She can't do anything fucking halves. <laughs> so I'll have the roast duck. I said, that's all right. It's only $34. So let's give that a go. <laughs> fucking hell. How, how tough was it? It's like a fucking old bone. Yeah, right. I said, where's that? How old's that duck, love? Six <laughs> years old? It's, uh, so, they got it from the Manningham Lake. So I had a, I had a, little, I had a little bit and all have was a protein drink. So that, yeah, that was my idea of cooking. Very nice. Very um, but next next week it's getting hotter, so we'll have some barbecues. Yeah. So you plated it up. We might Which, get the, we, we might get the band over. We'll get the band over tonight. That's good. Well, we'll see how they go, eh? Uh, mate, our good friends from the show, Jimmy Hawking and Nat Allison, both had releases go live over the last week, mate. And uh, Jimmy with the Screaming Jets, yep. they had their vinyl release. I saw them delivered by the truckload the new vinyl of All for One, and yep. the you know the re-release of the Australian classic. And we finally got Jimmy on on tape because you fucked up the first one. Yeah, no, I mean no one would have known that? that up until this moment. Yeah, I've got to yeah. got to <laughs> got to put you a little bit because you yeah. weren't that professional, but you've kicked on very very well the last four weeks. And you have you have just jumped the hurdle, mate. I've jumped the hurdle. I'm not getting the sort of airtime and hang time that you are, mate. But uh, I'm getting a little no, bit of lift. Yeah, you're more professional, mate. You do a lot of homework. It's good. <laughs> I can't turn the fucking computer on. Uh, mate, uh, I reckon we should see if uh, Dave and the boys from the Jets will sign a couple of copies of that vinyl for yeah. us. One of them should go up on That's the wall be, here. Yeah, I've got, got about three inches left of space. I will squeeze that somewhere. <laughs> Is that the three inches from the ground? Yeah, yeah. About as big as your, pe- about as big as your penis, I've heard. <laughs> That's the width. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Nat Ellison has a single, We Are The Heroes. It's just launched. Uh, Nat, friend of the show. She's got a limited edition vinyl out now, natellison.com, and she's got the... Uh, the hottest merchandise going with an incredible yes. T-shirt with a beautiful gold word, Nat, written gonna, across gonna, the front. I'm going to get one of those. 
She's going to come back in a couple of weeks on the episode that we have uh, King Canyon yes. coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. That's pretty good. Uh, special treat for our listeners. We'll soon be releasing a limited run of some great T-Wiz T-shirts. Are we? Yeah. I yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Have, okay. you, have you ever raised that with copyright, mate? Because <laughs> you've got to be very careful these days, mate. You do. You do. And then in three weeks, the big uh, Hall of Fame... 100 gold jumpers are coming out. No, I've had a word. Remember? I, I Remember them? I do. Three weeks ago, and they go worldwide. Them. One of 500. One of 500. And I have authenticity, unlike Ricky. They actually are mine. I was going to say, Ricky Nixon's actually helping me with a T-shirt run. But, He's the uh, best. He is the best. We're going to give another shout-out to the chicken. Yep. Three cheers for chicken. Three cheers for the chicken. Thanks for those fake balls last week. The Melbourne supporters, thank you. Well, uh, Wizard, we've got a big show tonight. Coming up next, we've got Ratsanani from Rock Up. Yep. So stick around. Hey, uh, Wiz. Hey, mate, how are you? Good, mate. How'd you go after that break? Good, mate, yep. Good, do a few exercises? Yeah, just had three beers and I'm pissing like a iron needle. <laughs> that's what Doctor said, drink a lot, a lot of beers and water. A lot of beers and water. Did he say beers? Yeah, yeah that's all I have, no scotch. No scotch. So just no, no Capra's uh, Shiraz, Legend Shiraz tonight. No. I've got no. to give that away. Had two last night and I, fucking, I felt jitty house. <laughs> fucking kidney was hurting. Like yeah, right. Prick. Better stick to beer and water, mate. You must drain it. Hey, uh, Wiz, on the show right now, we have got two incredible gentlemen. We've got Rats and Arnie from Rock Up on Southern FM. These guys are absolute... Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? The best in the business. I know Arnold. Uh, Is that him? Rats and Arnie. Arnie. Welcome to the show, guys. Arnie. Thanks, hey guys. guys. How are you guys? Hey, uh, hello Warwick, hello Tony, how are you? Good, we love the Sunshine Coast. I had 27 years up there. Shit out. <laughs> no, I'm back next year. Is that where, is that where you are now, Sunshine no, no. Coast? No, they're in Melbourne, mate. You're in Melbourne now? Melbourne. I thought you said Sunshine Coast, you fucking idiot. Yeah. What did no. you say? Southern FM. Oh, well it sounded like fucking Sunshine Coast. I apologise. I've got to apologise for Tony and my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Southern FM at 88.3. Shit out, mate. 88.3. How's the ratings going? You, you, you had a good year? It's been good? We've had uh, a very good year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't actually have ratings on community radio, but you get indications by the interaction from uh, from the public of, of how wide and deep the show has, has penetrated and the great things it's doing for Australian artists, and that's what we're really all about. That's great. You know, just, I, I heard you were fantastic. So, you thanks, thanks for being on the show. Fantastic. Yeah, so I just want to say welcome to the show, Very gentlemen. Uh, coming up next month is the first birthday of your great show. Can you talk about some of your favourite moments from the first year on air? Good question, Tony. Thank you, Warren. You pinched that for me. Well, uh, we've, well, I've actually been on air for about three years. Chris has been with me for how long? Chris, you've been with me for about two, two maybe? Uh, Two years or so. It's over two yeah. years. Yeah. But uh, we changed the name of the show 12 months ago, so that's why we're calling it our first anniversary. But yep. uh, we've always supported Australian music, um, indie artists, um, uh, just, you know, people that, you know, try and give them a leg up because, you know, the commercial radio stations will basically run by, uh, Correct. you know, record companies. Yep. Um, I agree with, I agree with so you. I worked with CFM for five the, years and you can't, can't play anything. It's all... Scripted, yeah. So just what that's they, right. What, what so, they want. yep, what they want. And we it's have it's so incredibly, many incredibly corrupt in, in actual fact. Yeah. yeah. Can, but we have so many fantastic artists around at the moment, and they just need to get a break. And and that's what we do and rock up with Rats and Arnie. That's great. Yeah. Gentlemen, where did the passion for promoting homegrown talent come from? Uh, just for me personally, I don't know about Arnie, Arnie, but for me personally, just the love of Aussie music and, and just wanting to get it out there. What about you, Arnie? 
Well, you know, really, it's a natural progression from being a musician and a songwriter myself and, and watching the struggle, you know, generationally uh, with my own sons who have got a, you know, got a, like a metalcore band and they're, they're insanely good. But it's it really, really hard to get airplay. And commercial radio, well, it depends on the genre, but commercial radio is pretty much dictated to by the advertising money yep. and, and by the, the rebel companies. And there's been recent uh, movements, I won't particularly go into it, but the the former head of CEO of Sony Music Australia was uh, was given a lot of plaudits and recognition for his supposed contribution to the industry. Well, I had personal dealings with him, and he was just dodgy as hell. And then they've taken Aria have taken all the awards off him. Like yeah, it's right. it's totally transparent how corrupt the industry related to commercial radio actually is, and yeah. how not in favour of Australian artists it is. And if it is. It's incredibly selective. Yep. And community radio and Greg and I have a vested interest in promoting, like you, Tony, you're a fine musician, you know. Very and, fine. And without, without, <laughs> exactly. You. And without, without shows like us specifically, and I think we've gotten a real lot of, um, of, of traction now, uh, we've helped launch a lot of Australian bands. A bit like Countdown. Uh, and we're very like proud to do so. Yeah. A bit like Countdown with Molly type thing. <laughs> You know yeah, right? well, well, you know, along those lines, yeah. it, like it's like it's a natural progression from being a musician myself. And I, and when you recognise the obvious struggle, you're probably the first to step up and go, "Look, I've lived this. I've done yeah. this, and I am in a position, not a, a probably a pretty powerful position, where Greg and I can step up and go, "Look, we can really offer this opportunity to you, and and we know what we're doing, and we really want to do it." That's great. Haven't things changed the last twelve years with Australian Idol and the Voice? Manufacturers, celebrities, and singers—it's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. How they, throw yeah. they, throw, uh, they throw money at them, and then they're, they're gone a year later. It's just still, by the way exposure, you know. So that's good. Yeah. You know. Just by the way, boys, uh, I give the short answers. Uh, Arnie gives the long answers. <laughs> you try working. You try working. You try working with fucking Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in radio. Tony, gets, pa- Tony gets paid by the minute. I get paid by the inch, like in the porno. So I can't get it. <laughs> I, I said, Tony, who's fucking show is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey gentlemen, who are some, who are some of the best acts that you've discovered or become aware of in 2021? Uh, well, a couple that really come to mind: Stone Trip, are a fantastic Melbourne band. Um, just been signed up to a, a record company here in Australia, an Australian record company. Uh, a bloke by the name of Tony Marks. He's not too bad either. Hey, um, hey. Hey. Tony's good. He's a poor Phil man's wizard capper. I like him, Tony. <laughs> yeah, poor man's wizard capper. Uh, I, I am. Uh, Alana Wilkinson. Um, yep. God, there's uh, so many. Can you say there's a couple of known bands called? Can you say my song if you don't mind? <laughs> I'll send you a copy. Can you, can, you say, can you push my song a bit, mate? It's been struggling. I'll send him an MP3, mate. Right, it's called it's called Telephone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Send, uh, a couple of lesser known bands are like uh, Black Sorrows and Russell Morris and Rick Springfield. They've all got new albums out as well. So uh, yes. we hope they make it big in the industry. Yeah. Parties uh, <laughs> and the Realists. No, uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, there's there's a stack of great Australian bands that really wouldn't get any getting heard at all. Yep. Uh, the Lazy Eyes, you know, there's been a stack. Are there any bands or artists out there that you'd love to get on the show that you haven't been able to reach? Who do you, yeah. uh, Who do you like? Yeah, possibly. I, I guess what what we really do though is we we put the call out and say, hey guys, if you know of anyone or if you're a musician yourself and you you know you want to get your music heard, get in contact with us. We're not really well. 
we are looking for for artists, but we're not actually actively looking for artists. We're actually getting them to come to us. How about Boone Crash Opera? So, I'll, I'll get you them. Boone Crash Opera. Oh, right? yeah, Dale. Dale, <laughs> yeah, Dale will be fantastic. Fair singer. Yeah, we, we kind of know them, Warwick, so it's okay. <laughs> Fair singer. You don't know them like Warwick knows them. Yeah. He sleeps to my place. He, oh, okay. he, won't fucking, he won't fucking go home either. You don't know Dale the way Simon Osford knows him either. Oh, shit, no. no. I've, all, I've heard, I've heard <laughs> all about ever that. To, ever go to those gigs at Crown Casino? Simon knows him very, very intimately, I've heard. Oh. They, always, they, always, they always play Simon's favourite game, hide the sausage. Mm. I said, why, why, why can't I be invited to that fucking game? Well, they probably well, you know, it's, it's, I'm not it's gay. It's just the way my shorts are dressed. No? I know. Simon, right. Simon's very close with them. Hey, hey gents, um, Nat Allison called me today and uh, she wanted me to yep. pass on her thanks for everything that you've done to help push her new single, We Are The Hero. She was just raving and great about song too, wasn't it? everything that you've done for her. Yeah, she's fantastic. She pumped you right up. Yeah, it's a ripper song. She's uh, she's a little pocket rocket, that one. Yep, yep, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's another another success story, but she was already a already a success. You know, there's yep. there's so many others in the playlist. Like, I feel like I need to pull a playlist out and show you I'm surely forgetting somebody. Excuse but me while I whip not this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we're not unapproachable. Like you can, you can email us at rockup at southernfm.com.au and yep. and Greg and I audition all the the submissions. And you know, look, to be honest, some of them are bloody awful. Yep. Uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of diamonds amongst the dirt, and, yep. and we like to bring them out. Beautiful. Hey, would would you guys be happy to come into the Kappa Cave in season two? around the time of your first birthday for a rock-up and uh, sit in for a whole episode? So long as we don't have to play hide the sausage, yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. Well, okay, we'll, 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 we'll the sausages we'll, never get lost around here, do they, you don't, mind if I play my, you don't mind if I play my two songs 30 times? So the, the, the okay. old one, I take what's mine. I'm, I'm living in the past. That's right. We'll give it an airing, yeah. yeah. Send uh, it through. I've got, I've got a new one called Telephone, so can you give that a run, mate? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make sure it yeah, happens, yeah, Warwick. No worries. It's on iTunes. Yeah, Thanks, mate. Yeah. Well, before we, yeah, let you, be before we let you go, guys, just want to say on behalf of myself and all the artists out there that you've supported and given a platform, thank you very much. What you do matters. and uh, thank you, Thanks for helping Australian a, talent. A little Great. shout out just to make sure that you guys know that, um, you know, if more people like you guys did this, we'd actually have an industry that would propel people. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Hey, uh, just before we go, if you want to check us out, we're on Facebook and on Instagram. It's Rock Up with Rats and Arnie. Yep. And uh, we're on at 4 p.m., 4 to 6 p.m. every Thursday, 88.3 Southern FM. Yeah, you can tune in to Rock Up and with Ratsanani on Southern FM Thursdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Find them on Facebook or simply search Rock Up. Jump on the T-Wiz podcast pages, Facebook or Insta, and you'll find links to the guys' shows. And, and uh, we just want to Ratsanani, say... Ratsanani, tell them Kappa sent you. Thanks very much, guys. One of the best guys. shows in Melbourne. Good on you, guys. Thanks for your Thanks, time. Boys. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, much. guys. We appreciate it. There, Mars. Hey, wizard. Oh, feeling good now. Just put my album on. Guys got excited. Yeah. Even Simon got excited. Simon got a little bit of a. Uh... He was a poor man, Simon, my, my guitarist. In the... what, are they, <laughs> what are they named again? I can't remember the name of the fucking band. What were they? Dragonfly. Dragonfly. Bit of a uh, bit of Steel Panther going on. What's up about me? What do you think of me? I love Over you. Over to you, Tony. I love you. What's up next, mate? Mate, we got your favourite segment. <gasps> Yeah. Happy birthday, Kante. It is happy birthday, Kante. We can say that, can't we? we can, of course we can. Okay. Who's, uh, so, um, who have we got on happy birthday, Kante, this week? Just about to tell you, mother brother. Today, <laughs> hey, don't go too fucking quick. Hey, get in the mic, mate. Today. The, show him. Show, he's Nikki, actually right. Nicky D, he's holding a better spot He's actually him. right in the Kappa Cave right now. And he's just turned 50 years old. 
Who is it? I'm going to send it to my plastic surgeon because he's very fucking. Yeah. <laughs> he's got more lines than a veterinary fishing boat. He loves to beat his own skin. He also likes to beat his own fucking drum. That, that does sound like fucking me. That does. That's Paul like O'Brien. Where Paul is he? Paul O'Brien. Yeah. A very special tea podcast celebration. So, what are we going to say to him? Happy, Happy birthday, Cathy! Fellow drummer, he can stay wow. a little bit longer. Wow, that, you got a big round of applause there, didn't he? Fuck, that's usually fucking two grand if I can get that, that, that plug. Jesus, what do they pay for that on Cameo two and, and Memo? Half, oh, they pay two, 275. 275. 235 is 24 hour, and 275 is longer. Yeah. And for the cheap cunts to book it a week in advance, 130. <laughs> uh, I'm still getting more than that, Commanders. They've won Brownlows. They have. Those motherfuckers are only getting 40 bucks. So but I you have got a gold record. I've got a gold record and the number one pointer, haven't I? You have. And we've already decided. Someone's got the phone on. Someone's doing some drug deals. Yeah, well. Hey, okay, are, are they get, uh, keeping us involved? Yeah, hey, give, um, give, us ki- a quarter, give us a quarter, mate, can you? <laughs> uh, quarter, chicken and chips. Yeah, yep. chicken and chips. Chicken and chips. <laughs> Don't try and deflect it, mate. Uh, you know, good I mean. Def- good deflection. Thank you very much. Thank you, Natalie Bartel. I mean, uh, <laughs> Nadia. Three cheers for Natalie. Nadia. Nadia, same thing. Nadia. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. So, who we got next, Wiz? Who else? Guess what? We got what? Danny Minogue's birthday. Danny Minogue's got a birthday. Yeah, how's that? Fair dinkum. How old is she? Ah, oh, fifty. <laughs> no, I think she's thirty. No. I think her face is thirty. She's got a good rig on her. Hold on a second, Nikki D. What was that? Uh, phone call. Phone call. Hold on a second. Hold on. Where's hold that thought? Sorry, hold that, hold that sorry, thought. Danny. I love Lotus. Um, hello, T Wiz Podcast. Hello, it's Carol Minogue here. Oh. Carol. Oh shit! I just begged a daughter. Oh, <laughs> how are you? Hey, yeah, uh, Mrs M. Well, it's going great, Warwick. We love you. We love your show. Ronald loves you. He adores you, in fact. Ever since I've appeared on the podcast, he's been doing all over me in the, yeah. in the oh lounge room. Oh, my God. Wizla's missing my nag, too. I love you like a sister, but over in Tasmania, Mrs. M. What, you, are, uh, you are a ripper. Carol, what about, uh, what about the tea before the whiz? You, you, uh, you and Ronald fan? Oh, what? Well, we do love the tea. <laughs> we love the D. I love the D. The I know. D-D. You love the D. You love the Go D's. Go the D's. I don't mind the double D's. <laughs> so what, what do we owe the pleasure? Carol, oh, were you well, calling up because Warwick mentioned Danny? Yeah, what do you got for us, Carol? Well, you, you rang up pretty quick. Well, you don't fucking around, mate. Yeah. We are drive, we're driving out. It's, it's a Freedom Friday, and we're driving to the restaurant. We had reservations for, for three at Chin Chin. Um, we took the padlock off Danny's door. It's her birthday. We went That's down it. to Chin Chin, and the fuckwits double booked us. <laughs> What would they do? So, Jesus Christ. My neighbor, Carol. My neighbor's name is Chin Chin. Easy. He's got more chins than a Chinese fan book, my neighbor. No. Wow. Chin Chin. Uh, I'm steaming. So, uh, don't you, don't you do a steamer in your pants, mate. Carol, we need to get you some lady Carol. pads. So what? Ronald has kindly offered Hungry, Hungry Jack's car park. So we're in the Bentley in the Hungry Jack's car park. Are you, where, are you at Hungry Flaps? That's what I call it. Oh, my it. goodness. <laughs> That's where the real and, burgers are, Hungry Flaps. And Danny's got tears rolling all the way down her... Back. Are you back. okay, Danny? <laughs> that, that sounds like Sam Newman. He's yeah. that most posted surgery when he, when he cries, the tears run down his back too. Wow. Sam. Caps goes, well, is, is Danny in the car? Danny's in the car. Ronald's got a whopper. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> so have I just thinking about Danny. Warwick's getting and, blood. 
I wish and, I was. I wish, and, I wish I was her bra strap. She has lovely breasts. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's the way she expected to spend her fiftieth birthday. But it's better than being with that McMahon lad. We didn't like him, did oh, we, Ronald? Fuck Julian. Oh no, no, no. no, no we did not like him. And no. Lady McMahon, she can go and get. <laughs> He's a bit you of, know what I mean? He's a bit of a turd, isn't he? Wow. Yeah. I mean, ever since the Fantastic Four, Julian McMahon's stock So we're going to give a little, bit, little birthday wish to Danny. So uh, it's happy birthday to, uh, to Danny Minogue. So everybody, happy, happy birthday, Kanti! Thanks to Mrs Minogue. Kanti! Kanti! coming up now, my great mates, my band of brothers. Joining us is Simon Hosford. Shit art. Jason Vorher, John O'Brien, Paul O'Brien. John and Paul are in the peanut gallery at the start here. but uh, Looking forward to hearing the song. It's going to be shit art. How are we going, guys? Good, fella. Good, good, good to be here. Good on you, guys. Thanks for coming back, Simon. Great to be here, guys. Good, good, good. Simon, how are you, mate? I'm very good. Thanks, Tony. Yes. Polly, just can, fine. You can give us a yell from the peanut gallery, mate. How you going, buddy? Yeah, going good, thanks, mate. That's good, Johnny. Hey, Come yeah, on, Paulie. I'll pump you up. Peanut gallery. That's good. Yeah, yeah. These guys are going to help us celebrate the first season of the T-Wiz podcast and give me the opportunity of sharing the love for incredible work these guys have done on the first single, The Devil and Mr. Redfern, and now yes. the second single, uh, When the Night Comes. But first, Jace. Tell us a little bit. You got your own when album coming comes. out. That's a good name, actually. When, when the night comes. Worried, when comes the and night comes, looks in the window. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go. I like. I don't mind that fucking. I don't blame you, Wiz. Like it's my first time in the Kappa Cave, and I'm a little bit overwhelmed by the. Um, yeah, Leslie, Leslie got two photos. I got three and a half. There's hours. a lot to take in, Jason. There is a lot. It's just an overload of red and white. Don't say the word load in here. skin. Don't I love it. Load. Don't say load in here. Oh, just that it's a lot to take in. Don't say load. Don't say that either. Don't say loading. I'll blow a load right over your face, mate. We don't need the oh. ultraviolet light over the couches. Is that what you're Shit, saying? No, no, no. <laughs> no, we don't. We uh, see you say. But it's uh, no, it's it's uh, what a great song, Tony. You should be very proud. It's uh, we had a play before, and um, the mix is coming up a treat, mate. I can't wait for people to hear it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Hey, I mean, tonight you're off. You're going to be doing a, a live performance now that we're out of jail in Melbourne. And uh, where was it that you were playing? Uh, the um, Naked Racer. It's a, a motorcycle museum down in Moorabbin. And we're playing outside in the rain, so it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, get back to, yeah. Out, outdoors, everyone. Yeah, yeah so... That's yeah. all right, unless you got a gig, mate. Hell of, right. a, hell of a sales pitch. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I would rather be hanging in the Kappa Cave all night, boys. Well, look, yeah. well you know, hopefully uh, all you guys will come back and celebrate the end of every season with us. We're just going to do 10 episodes and then have an end-of-season party. Yeah, but then we have the after match. That goes for three days. There's three cheers for the show because we've got number 115 in the world out of 30,000 podcasts. No, no. Tony Records. I, I forgot to you, tell you, you something. Were you bullshitting? No, no. We had something else that happened this week. What happened? We got to number 85. Fuck. What segment? Yeah. Mate. Out of 30,000 comedy interview shows, we got to number 85 for a day. Flutter gets you everywhere. That's okay. what I said. Hey, uh, Jace, you've got your own album coming out. You've had some great, great songs upway, you know, and obviously we played another one of your great songs last week on the show. What's happening there? Tell us a little bit about your own album, mate. Um, yeah, well, I started writing the songs last year during the first lockdown, and they all seemed to come out in a country and western kind of Australian style, which really isn't my forte, was never has been. I'm more of a hard rock man, a bit like the Wiz over there. For those about to rock, we salute Simon. And yes. Simon. Um, so, <laughs> so I think Simon's my love child tonight. He's getting too much adulation on me. Yeah. He's very, he's very lovable, myself. must admit. No, so, so it just the songs I wrote the songs and they just came out in that country genre. So we've. Or, I've Can you been, smell that, mate? Uh, country. I went to school once when I came back to the hospital. <laughs> but okay, get on with it. Something with a C. I can't. And then the dot dot T. Anyway, yeah. uh, so yeah. it was. 
a very uh, so I've been mixing it for about a year and just trying to get uh, back to the studios um, whenever we can to get it done. But hopefully by the end of the year it'll be done. But uh, thank you so much. Uh, T Wiz for playing my song last week. I appreciate it. We love it. Mate. Yeah. it all helps, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely, it does. Yeah, you're a, you're an integral part of the T Wiz family. We Jace. like it, mate. What's um what's next? What's happening next? What's the uh, what's next on the agenda? What's next on the agenda? Well, any, uh, any gig coming up? Mate? Yeah, well, Unplugged. tomorrow we're actually doing the Cox Plate with Daryl Braithwaite. Shit, hot. Uh, Simon and I are part of Daryl's band. You do horses. Uh, horses is like the up there Kazali for the. Are you gonna do donkeys? Maybe I'll be donkeys. Riding on the horses, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> He's got a thing. It's the hosses, actually. <laughs> the hosses. Hey. Hey. Uh, I was supposed to be in. Uh, an ad. I've done the ultra ads last two years <laughs> with um, Pamela and um, Clay Sheen. I was supposed to do it with Daryl Braithwaite this year, but it got cancelled. Mm. Well, they said it's quite expensive. I said, well, you pay for quality, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be exciting. Good. So t- tomorrow, back with Daryl, and then. After that, we're doing uh, well. Simon and I's uh, we're doing the Van Halen show next uh, January at the corner. Fourteenth Friday, yeah. the fourteenth. I've already, already booked a ticket, mm-hmm. and that's going to be that's going to be wild. It's it's huge. I've already booked a free ticket for the VIP room. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. you booked a free ticket <laughs> <laughs> and a drink card. Yes, yeah. of course. Of we're course. getting an Uber there, and we'll be yes, getting fucked up, mate, Tony. Simon's going to be doing the math. Like going, I'm going to be down the front. It. I'm going to be down the front when Simon unleashes. I'm going to get. They're the already only going to let me have <laughs> one third the audience. Up. Fucking. They're going to fucking put a drink card on the budget. There'll be some air, air guitars going, Simon. What the? There'll be some air guitars going for you. It's going to be. Yeah. I hope so. Be gross. Well, I push yeah. you. I'll yeah. bring me ten friends. Okay. Well, Jason and Simon have, you know, over the years, these guys have played together on a whole range of different projects. Um, you know, some of the the great musos that you guys have shared the stage with over the last twenty odd years. Who who are some of who are some of the highlight? Uh, well, I'll go first. Um, Simon, I met Simon when we were both playing with the original members of Little River Band. Yeah. Which was... How Glenn, was that? Glenn Shorek. It was, uh, uh, it was incredible. Yeah, just because those songs, you sort of grew up with them. Yep. Iconic Australian songs. And musically, it was just a, just a wonderful experience, you know. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, he, got, he was great, Glenn Shorek, real smooth, wasn't he? Oh, smooth beautiful voice. singer. And he's still yeah. going, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, well, how old, about 65? Oh, no, he's, he's 77. He? He's 77 now. He's still doing gigs, you know. So uh, he'd be a good one for the TV podcast. Looks, he still looks man. younger than Brian Mannix. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Maybe, um, maybe you can come on and bring Brian. him on with you, mate. Bring him on. Yeah. Uh, well, so, that, and apart from that, like through that uh, opportunity back in 2002, I think it was, uh, you get a lot of calls for a lot of the other artists um australian artists you know um you know ross wilson russell morris these type of people uh doing corporate gigs and and whatnot and eventually you might get lucky enough to to be a member of one of these guys bands like uh i've been with daryl now probably uh 12 13 years i think so but um simon on the other hand he's had quite the uh career uh, he's yeah. played with he's some amazing. This man, Simon Hosford. So I don't mean to embarrass him, but he is world, right. world, red. world class. But not in the face. <laughs> in, the, in the sack. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually first saw Simon on Hey Hey at Saturday. Mm-hmm. He did a fill in for Hey Hey. Same here. I've seen that. And they did yeah. plug a duck, plug right. a duck. And anyway, I'm hearing this guitar that's doing all these Van Halen style licks, and I'm going, who the hell is that? Because. Mm. I knew it wasn't Simon Patterson who was the other guitar player because I, I would check out all the musos on that in that band, and then it crossed to Simon Hosford. I'm going, wow, who's yeah. this guy? And if, so we go, if we Google Simon Hosford, we can Google the Van Halen lead break. 
Oh, incredible. And um, you, can, you can tune into that. Fantastic. Yes. It does exactly the same as Van Halen. He does. And he does. Um, even better because it's at my fucking house. It's <laughs> 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 real smooth. He shreds the shit out of it. He certainly does. Well, he, uh, let's, let's go and watch it again. Yeah, let's do it now. No, <laughs> but he, the thing is, he really. Uh, no, I'll say, I'll say it about Simon. Like, he, you know, he's a consummate professional and just does it with a smile on his face, just like Eddie Van Halen did. I know. And oh. loves it. You can see it coming through him. So I'm very proud to be a part of. Very uh, great. I met, him, I, met, I'm, speaking, I met Simon at the party. Speaking of which. Hey, hey, mate, Tony, I met Simon at the party. Dale Ryder's house. That's right. So I love testing out good guitarists and see if they can, as good as they See, they so I, gave him, I gave him 20 real hard songs and he fucking nailed every one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even Joe Satriana. Oh, yeah. early, I went. Well, well, let's see. You're quite the Bang. music fan, aren't you? Wiz? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who would be your top five like bands? Who, who would you um, love? Who's your favourite? Huh. It's hard to say, isn't it? Jim Barnes is good. Not not favourite, but I like, I like Deep Purple. Oh, great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, White Snake. Yep. Is this love? Um. <laughs> uh, Warwick, don't oh, eat into the microphone, mate. <laughs> People are going to fucking go berserk. I used to like Sherbet. I like, it's like, I like Kiss. It's Kiss, like, oh, yeah. Great. I like Metallica. Like so, so, much. so you're a bit of a heavy rock man, yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah. I, I like... Um, Foreigner. Um, Foreigner. Yeah, they're good. Um, yeah, they're top five, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And also Molly Crew. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, I saw yeah. them five times, and I yeah. looked a bit like the Vince Neil, but he's a bat version. So you're going to go and see Steel Panther when Shit, they come out? Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you to come with us? Yeah, I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, Another we'll VIP. Sure. So you gotta, I'll look after that for you, mate. Imagine going to Steel Panther with Warwick Kappa. That'd be oh, grouse, wouldn't it? That'd be the best. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, Simon's brought in his incredible new guitar tonight, and, f- and for all those that are listening, um, Simon, can you talk us through what you've got there, what you've brought in to show like the, a Van Halen cover. us in the um, studio the here. Album. So this is a, a exact replica of Eddie Van Halen's 5150 guitar that um, an awesome gent called Neil Daly from Daly Customs Guitars built in California. I'll get a picture had, of that. I'll get a picture great. of the fans. And, and it had shipped out. And it's, sick. it's painted in the exact colour scheme and everything that Eddie Van Halen painted the guitar. Yep. And then also made aged and sort of relicked to it to exactly how it looked when eddie played it on the live without a net video so um yeah and last week the end of the show we played a performance with and with this guitar yeah 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 so he's done an incredible job it's um it looks exactly like eddie's one from live without a net and it plays beautiful and sounds great yeah and the detail in terms of the way that they've relicked that guitar, it's even got the gaffer stains. Yep, it's got gaffer stains and it's got, uh, you know, paint worn off where his arms rubbed against it. It must be a strange sensation for a, a guitar builder to have to paint something perfectly and then as soon as the paint's dried to start rubbing it all off again. But... Um, Absolutely, but that's what he did. So yeah, I wish we had a big, a big amp here. So we, what we're going to do in the in, in the um, we had a Marshall in the next segment, we're going to get we're going to hook up Simon's little amp, and oh, we're going to yeah. have a we're going to have a little yes. bit of a uh, a demonstration of yep. Annette. It's really light right. too. Have you? Have yeah, you it's unbelievable. Yes. So much lighter than the uh, Frankenstrut that you've got. The reason that you have to plug electric guitars in amps is because they sound like this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I sound in an amp. Still better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Kramer, is it? Yes. Well, it's it's not really a Kramer. It's made to be to look like a Kramer right. because that was his original one, yeah. Is that um, good as a Les Paul, you reckon? Oh, that's, Better. That's, Better that's, 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 that's a very special guitar. 
Better, better, than, better than Les's guitar. That's the beautiful Gibson. You like them? Yeah, Gibson's a good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a very special guitar. Right. Okay, what are we up to now, mate? What's the next bit? No, of no, show? no. We're, we're just gonna we're just gonna talk with the guys. We're just gonna keep talking, having a chat with the boys. Okay. Well, I got a question for you. <laughs> okay. What is the history of your of your coming together? How did that come forward? Well, how did you I, meet each other? I think the, the the first way that any of us connected was when. Jason and Jason and I we met through Brian Kennedy and Scott Draper and and those guys. Wow, that was a long time ago. Back, I was in Full Tilt and you were in was Temple of Boom. Temple were, of Boom was yeah. a, was a local cover band. Yep, uh, I think I was about eighteen. Yeah, and but it was years later. I was playing at Joey's in South Yarra. I don't know if you remember that great gig. I remember that joint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey's. It was a cool late night yep. joint. Yeah, you'd start at one in the morning, kind of thing. And that was yeah. Mick Peeling that you were doing that. That's with? right, yep, playing with, yep. with the Wildflowers, and yep. um, I met you and um, Will walked up with your long hair, and I think I had long hair too, all the way down my back. None <laughs> right. on my head, just down my back. There's some great yeah. venues in Melbourne, there. Yeah. There was. Yeah. Well, back there's, then, there's, and there's so many great places to play. So anyway, I got to meet uh, got to meet Tony, and he said, uh, "We're doing some recording tonight at Sing Sing in Richmond. Do you want to come and have a bash with us after my gig finished?" Yeah. So it was like I don't know, two in the morning, or it yeah, was well, really Hunters, late. Hunters and Collectors were doing an album there, and uh, one of the guys I was playing with was working as an assistant engineer there, and so we had the keys to the place. Yeah. So we just went in when they finished the session and um, and just set everything up. We we played a song called Hypnosis, and we, I think we played it once, but we just sort of clicked straight away. There was chemistry straight away. Yeah. And we all knew it, and we all looked at each other and go, wow, that, yeah. there's something here. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was the first time. Uh, and then later on, getting to meet the boys, the brothers, you know, so and do other gigs with them. Um, I think bef- the, the original lineup of Pathway, I don't even think the band was called Pathway back then. Mouth Cage. Mouth Cage, that's yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. And the Fat Albert Experience. The Fat Albert Experience became Mouth Cage, and Mouth Cage became Pathway. That's yeah. right. And guys. How does the songwriting of your performances on these tracks stack up as world-class, in your opinion, young man? Well, I wrote that question myself well, last week. I'll say this about Tony, is that because he writes the lyrics, he really sells it too. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Like he's... He, he, sold, he sold me the first Robex. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like to pick the first Robex. <laughs> Tony, yeah. Tony's a bit like cancer. He grows in it. <laughs> he? He's really starting to come out of his shell. <laughs> no, he's great. He's very good. Very professional. Oh, wow. very, very professional. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put that in my LinkedIn profile. And he's, <laughs> got, he's, got, he's got good pitch, isn't he? Oh, he's just, like he's a great. Oh, I mean, he's, I'm saying things in front of him again, but yeah, he's but um, speaking in third person. I always do that. Stop that, Jase. No, but he's <laughs> he's got a great soul kind of voice. Yeah, and uh, very unique. I think, um, and also he's he's always stuck to his guns with writing his own songs. I don't think he's ever really gone down the the yeah. cover band thing. He's kind of wanted to do his own music all all along. Good guitarist and, too. Yeah, he's yeah, he can, not not on the level of the guys that, uh, that I play great with. Simon, but that's pretty good. You, 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 you compare him to Simon, one of the best in the world. Though. So yeah, yeah. If, you're, uh, if you're a C, C grad and he's an A, <laughs> that makes me a fucking E minus. So don't worry, about it, don't worry about it. But uh, I, I just I want to just jump back for a sec though. Um, after after Jason and I had done that recording at Sing Sing, it was around about 1990. I think it was end of 93, 94 that Paul and I hooked up, and then um, and then we got in the band together. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey. hey. I don't there it is. <laughs> and um, and then through Paul, we obviously got to meet. Uh, his brother John, and that's when the band started getting a little bit of class about it. Is it? Oh yeah, it, it was about then. Have you, you know? blokes ever played the Palms? That's that's a good um, 
And you? Simon. Casino? Yes. Yeah, Palms is great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yep. Went and saw Dara Ryder there. And yeah, well, you would have seen uh, Simon and was yeah, playing yeah. with him for yeah. like 10 years. I know. Yeah. 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 He made that band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 made it and broke it. Made it and broke it into many pieces. <laughs> but um, the, the only yep. thing I, I think I remember about first playing with John was that I'd never been in a band with a guy who had a real Leslie before. Yeah. And so to, to hear that Hammond through the Leslie was just amazing because I used to stand next to him. And you'd hear this awesome sound, but and I used to feel sorry for him having to lug that heavy stuff around too, you know. <laughs> and I imagine being a fucking drummer. Oh, hey, even worse. Thank God for the roadies. Remember when you had that L one hundred and you pulled it apart and put it in a road case? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. I, I yeah. fully rebuilt a, a whole hammered organ into a road case. Wow. So I had the real thing on the road. So what wow. do you reckon's the best guitar, Simon? The best one, the best guitar you can buy these days. What's the best brand? Gibson or? Stratocaster, what's the mm, what's the duck's nuts? Gibsons and Strats Gibson. are good, but you know the best um, Sir Nash, they're they're yeah. probably the best ones you can get. Yeah, PRS, PRS, very good. Yes, yeah, very good. My, my missus got PR, PM, PMS, <laughs> but, pretty, but close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know Lisa upstairs. Yeah, Mrs. She can't fight, but you should see her box. <laughs> That's just a play on play on words, Simon. So, oh, yes. you sorry, know, Lisa. You, Simon, you know Warwick's got more lines of it in his fishing boat. You've already That's used right. that one tonight, sorry, Warwick. Mate, you're right. Sorry, mate. You, you can only use them twice. Don't try and boss me around. This is my fucking house. You mate. told me you like it. <laughs> Time for you to go home, Tony. I'm taking over the show. Especially <laughs> <laughs> now the number eighty-five in the world. It's I'm, now the Wiz I'm, podcast. I've been taking those fucking accolades. There's no T. There's no T. Hey, anymore. Warwick. Now, what's the story with the title, The Devil and Mr. Redfern? <laughs> It's like, single. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Wizard Kappa, and I'm in your radio. Yeah. We can yeah. still hear you when you whisper. Jason's like, I'm keeping it in. Jason's like, it's good someone else is, I have it's to good, fuck off. It's good someone else is fucked up. Fucked up, isn't it, Glenn? It's good, it's good someone else is a bit of a fucker like myself, so that's great. Hey, I'll get to love you, blokes. Yeah, no, so Jason, Jason's got it. Jason's got to hit. Jason's got to hit hit the road for a gig. But oh, Jason, you're not worried, Cap. You're not working the night. You're bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> you're inventing your own gigs, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just making them up. That's it. That's it. Busting at Doncaster Shopping Town, but it's a gig, you know. See, <laughs> I like it up there. <laughs> That's my local. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we're going to uh, we're going to say Thanks bye to, chat, uh, to Jace for the moment. Uh, the story with the the title of the song, "The Devil and Mr. Redfern." See you, buddy. We'll come see you next year, eh? So yeah, the the title of the song, "The Devil and Mr. Redfern." I I actually haven't really talked about this publicly at all. Um, there's a, a an, old, an old an old an old girlfriend of mine that was yeah, get murdered. On, get on with it, mate. <laughs> I, know, I know you get paid by the minute, but I get paid by the inch. Yeah, the porno. So keep going. Mate. I thought we were going to move into metric. You were going to get paid by I the did. centimeter. Okay, keep going, mate. Centimeter perfect, Warwick Kappa. Yeah, there was a, a, a very a very dear girlfriend of mine who was killed in Croydon back in 1991. Car No, no, she was murdered, Fuck. and um, and she was. She and I had a, a pretty special friendship at the time and uh, I'd gone off to Queensland to try and find a friend of mine and when I came back, I came back, the, the weekend had happened. And, um, How old, Tony? She was 18. Oh, that's true. And I, I was 20 and, um, and I, I'd never met her, her mum or her dad or her younger brother. I'd heard all about them and, um, and so I didn't really know anyone in the family at all and it took a few days for everything to sort of unfold and... What had ended up happening is a, a guy that worked in a butcher shop at Box Hill Central had 
offered her a lift home, took her back, and then um, had, you know, obviously tried to, uh, you know, make it into more than a lift home. Yep. And um, and then ended a uh, beautiful life. Well, no, so I hope they got him. He, he got his in the end. He ended, he got found guilty. He went to jail, and when he got out, he ended up uh, he ended up killing himself. That's so it's a happy true. story all around there. But yeah. but um, for years and years and years, and Paul would would and John as well would know about this. You know, I actually tried writing a song for her because back in the days when we were playing together in the band Pathway, I, I kept trying to write a song, but I kept coming up with all of these melancholy tunes. You know, that were just fucking yeah. heartbreaking, and I just decided that. I wanted to write a song that made people feel and me feel the way she made me feel rather than to represent the tragic event that happened. Yep. So the song The Devil and Mr. Redfern came about. The Redfern's the surname of the person that oh, killed her. That's how about, really? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we had a version of it some time ago that we'd recorded. Jason was on it. And it wasn't until actually the man to my left here, Simon, got involved. I think Paul and John would agree with this. Um, we, was it a melody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Slow, slow song? No, it was um, – it, no, it's that. It's the single with the, the slide guitar in it and, um, and you know, we made some changes. When I decided to come back and do this album, um, I wanted to do this particular song and I told the guys that, you know, I had a, a few changes I wanted to make. Paul and I sat in my lounge room and we – we developed the groove and got it where we really wanted it to be. And I didn't want to use the way we used to play it as a reference. And, you know, I was saying that I had this idea of what it, what it really should sound like and that it was never truly realised. And, and you, you wrote it? Yeah, I wrote it. And obviously I wrote a very basic, simple song and then the, the guys that, that have been in this room tonight it take it from yeah. there and, and, and take it to a whole new level. We should play it. And uh, we will in just a moment. No, and... Paul will, Paul will agree to this. You know, I gave it to Simon. Simon and I, we had a, a massive conversation about the song and about all of the work on the album that Simon's been doing. And and when Simon sent me back the track to have a listen to what he'd done, and I told, I told Simon this, and it's no word of a lie, I put it on. I was sitting in front of my speaker listening to it play back. And when it got to the lead break section, which used to be a bridge... I honestly, like, I, my, I had tears coming in my eyes. It was just like, for the first time in more than 20 years, that song had finally, like, awoken.
So there you go, guys. Oh, that was awesome. shit on. There it is. Yes. I'm starting to get blood again. Really? <laughs> I was much surprised I was going to listen to my song. Mate. Because the drummer is up there with caps and Simon shreds the shit out of it. And the bass player's good and the drummer's fucking great. They're all happy in the man cave and great song. Three cheers for you guys. Oh, the singer was all right too. Not bad. <laughs> He's not he bad. Was he wasn't flat. He was quite in tune. Very, it's always well, a very good, well done, Tony. It's always a good measure of keyboards our Keyboards was a fucking shit out too. Where's the keyboard player? There he is. Right there. Johnny I didn't see, I didn't see him on the couch. I apologise, son. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for a towel under the couch. Uh, there he is. Easy to that's fall like, down the cracks here on the couch with. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great there, keyboards. Like that's a bit like Shooter Echo. And it's guitars. <laughs> yes. Um, keyboard yeah. guitars, aren't they good? Yeah, keytars. What do they think? Yeah, keytars. Do you play them for Tom Simon? No, never. No, no, no. He, he'd, um, he'd have to leave music if he did. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> I'd be forced out. <laughs> it's like, They're illegal yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that was shit up, mate. What's your next song? Uh, look, we, we do have a, we do have a new single that's, of your, that's, of that's coming up uh, in a couple of minutes. Yep. Um, it's, in fact, I guess probably I'll, I'll get Simon to talk a little bit about where this next one's at because Simon's mixing this next track which uh his contribution to the song has taken it from fucking c grade to a grade yeah it's gone from fucking tony mark's level to fucking warwick <laughs> don't Kappa. try and put yourself down man warwick kappa fucking versus the tigers T- 10 be, goals must be a fair song though right huh it's a fair song mate okay. it is yeah, a fair song. A song it's a fair song shooting master it's a cool song and um yeah, i like the last one that's a good ballad Thank you very much. Good. A bit like um, the Eagles. And so Simon, Simon's mixing it. And uh, so this afternoon I popped over the studio and, mm. um, you know, he's basically just given it just a little bit of a punchy put together. What's that yeah. good? That's actually a good way to, to put it. A punchy put together. So it's what I call uh, just a faders up mix. In other words, yep. there's no, nothing's being like turned up and down as the song goes on. So it doesn't have this kind of, you know, who wrote uh, Eben, Eben Flo. Did you it's, it's Tony's his killer. Oh, you wrote the whole yeah, thing? Yeah. I wrote the basic, the basic version of the song. What you're, what you're hearing now is a contribution. He's of, a clever dick, isn't he? He really is. And, and as I always tell him, when the song is, is great from the start, the parts write themselves, you know. Has he got anything wrong with him this week? <laughs> He's too good. That's what's wrong with him. Too good. Yeah. Multi-talented my, man. My, my missus might leave me and go with Tony. She's very impressive. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit jealous. You won't need to worry about that. I'll take him first. Thanks, so, mate. Is that all right? Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've, very we've good. We've got a t- tight bond. Yeah, here. very tight bond. We're taking I'm looking forward to see your bass play. It's going to be great. Yes, he's great. It'll be fun. He really is. But the song's great, and and the mix at the moment is just uh, like a vibe mix. Uh, but uh, what's it called, Simon? When the night comes. When the night comes. Right. Yeah. yeah. When the night. <laughs> you know that band? Yeah. 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 Not that one. Simon, he's got a great studio, but. You know, anybody that knows him as a musician also knows he, he's got an incredible ear for song. Because you need that, don't you? You do. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, Paul or John, how many guitar players do you know that can play great, but but when it comes to their contribution to the song, it's always guitar first. Yeah, yeah. No, they yeah. pump themselves up. All, all the way, all the way through my themselves. musical journey, that's probably been the case. So, yeah, actually finding any musician that, that plays that way is, is a godsend, really. I'm probably humbled knowing that Simon's playing on this stuff. It's quite yeah, I'll, stunning I'll, to listen to. It's I'll second that. I'm going to have to leave the room, fellas. Yeah. This is all getting a bit too much. Too much. But, but, I, was, I was in a band and the guitarist was all about him. A brick. He's getting blood now, too. Yeah, getting I'm, get, I'm getting blood. I'm getting blood. We're going to go upstairs, man, Simon. Yeah, no, no, no. Make it official. No, look. <laughs> <laughs> no glove, no love. I've been waiting weeks. That's, That's why not, I keep coming back on the podcast. I think I'm going to take up guitar lessons again with Simon. 
yep. personal teacher. Yeah, yeah. That'd be shit art. You are doing lessons too, right? I am. I'm a good teacher. I'll teach you. I want to teach you a thing or two. Get better than Nicky D. <laughs> he can play. He can play four songs. I can only play two. Worry. Smoke in the water. We're only contractually obliged to mention his name three times on the show. That's that's <laughs> three times. Okay, time's up. We uh, we should, we might have to get Brucey e. D back on to fucking <laughs> talk about Nikki's chronic masturbation issues. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Simon's going to be... Here's uh, Lisa and the girls. G'day, girls. Hey, girls. We've got a studio audience. Three cheers yes. for the girls. Three Woo-hoo. cheers for the girls. Here they are. Bend over, girls. I'll drive you home. <laughs> he didn't laugh either. Oh, you can get an Uber. Yeah. It's up to you. Um, yeah, so Simon's mixing this one first, and then um, we're going to look at uh, uh, the Hoss uh, mixing the rest of the album as, right. it, uh, as it manifests. Yep, right. Yep. So um, we've got a... We've got a f- We've got a few other tracks that are that are in the pipeline, just you know, just about ready to to um, to be finished off. And then um, I think, based on the way the year's going, we'll probably finish the last two or three off next year, early next year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just I think and we can't wait for the Van Halen tribute too. That's um yeah, the fourteenth of January at the corner, sure. Bridge Hotel. Then the David Corner Hotel. Corner. The Corner. Hotel. Right. The David Lee Roth of the last year. Ones. I played the last year. Yes, David Lee Roth. You're right about that. I remember yeah. I played the last year. I got banned. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> You didn't. Uh, you didn't take your pants down again. No, I took my policeman friend. Didn't he? <laughs> really? You said they said just one seal do your work. I said that's okay. It's the same bucket money. I don't care. Still <laughs> and a half large cash. I'm, I'm, I'm happy not to go. And they said. I said they're starting. They're starting to upset my feelings talking over me. <laughs> it's it funny having a comedy show during a band. Yeah, yeah. I said maybe it wasn't the right mix, mate. But I'm, I'm here now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure the audience loved it anyway. I, I mean, got, I got, I, I've I've been places with you when you walk around just. People, when they see you walking down the street, they're just like, holy fuck, there's Warwick. I got, I got a bit of heckling, Simon. Lucky you I was get a bit of heckling. Yeah, yeah especially at that, that pub. I expect you to be doing some heckling to me at that yeah, pub. I heckled, yeah, I heckled him back and I went a bit too far. Anyway, too far? You can't ever heckle I was, me so too I just, far. Just one right. set's fine. Where I said, no worries, mate. I'll just sit down and watch you guys play. <laughs> playing drums on you? Nicky Simon. Sorry. Nicky's not on-air talent, Okay. So everyone's had bad gigs. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's human, even me. I've had shit crowds and good crowds. Yeah. yeah, I've been around in fucking Australia. I've driven to bloody Esperance, and there's 25 people there. Yeah. But I says, "Well, we're still getting paid. The show goes on." Yeah. I says, "Well, you've got a point. Here we go." You don't want the promoter to work jokes. out what that cost him per head. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon if you know, it's hard, it's hard to play the small crowds or big crowds. Oh, because you get no reaction. Well, they listen because they're, they're and you listening. Love your own jokes. Yeah. It's the same it's as tough. when you do like any kind of musical performance too. When you've got like a small, intimate crowd it's harder, that's really yeah. listening. Yeah, nah. Yeah. So I just know it last, but I don't give a shit. I just look at the clock. There's <laughs> <laughs> only 15 to go. Secrets are coming. You just keep on moving on and just look forward. Like Jacko said, look over their heads, just pretend they're there. Hey, um, right. before, get... before we start talking about the next single too, I just want to mention, we've got to give a shout out to, uh, to this fellas. Uh, his son... Johnny O'Brien's young son is an Olympian. And not wow. only that, an Olympic medalist. Yes. Let's give him a clap. Yep. There you go. Yeah, yeah, young Talon is, uh, is has triumphantly come from the uh, Tokyo Olympics with a bronze medal in wow, the uh, men's team awesome. pursuit, which was yeah. Yeah, a lot of years in the making. Yeah, so, yeah that was quite, quite epic. Com to, uh, Games as well, right? Com Games they went through, yeah. They set a world record at the Com Games, took the gold medal and... Great, he it? has just signed on to uh, Green Edge in Europe. Uh, yeah. 
he's done one race with them, but they're into the off season now. But he'll start How his that? pro pro uh, racing career next year with with the Australian squad, Green Edge. So, right. Yeah, he's racing tomorrow night. Isn't oh, he? He, he, actually, I should mention. Yeah, he's racing tomorrow yeah. night in uh, Roubaix in the World Championships uh, Omnium race. It'll be tonight. Great. Send me, send me, send me a copy of that. That'd be good. When the show goes out. Oh, yeah. Well, so when this show goes out, he's on tomorrow night. Yeah, well, tonight is it? Tonight. Well, you, tonight. Just, you just hope and send it to me. I'll have a look at that. So hopefully he'll, um, good. he'll, he's after a world title there. And then Sunday night, he's after another world title in the Madison race with his partner, yeah, Luke Platt. Awesome. So, yeah. He must be dedicated. Any, mm. uh, any stories from the Olympic Village? <laughs> no, there are, there are no stories because they literally were locked down in little cubicles, yeah, right. and they, yeah. they 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 went in, they did their race, they got out, and they got on a plane. So it was very boring for them. Talk about how they had the uh, the, the mishap during. Well, the, yeah, the mishap. We can talk about the mishap. The uh, unfortunately, yeah, in their qualifying run for the men's team pursuit, they broke a uh, one of the riders broke a stem off on the handlebars, and That's unfortunately, right. that kind of yeah, in, in that kind that. of event. Um, the load is so heavy on them to the first kilometre that we just sort of thought, oh well, they're done. They'll never, they'll never yeah, make right. it out of this. This, you know, they won't be able to do a second run. You can't get your speed because you're not well, on the grammar. Well, they just, they, they, they can't. Um, yeah. the, the, the load's been so heavy on the body that they just can't perform like that again. But they actually got back up, did another run. Uh, it got them through to the next day, and then they were able to do a sort of half run. Not not quite on speed. They couldn't make the gold final, but they made the bronze final. But they were on different bikes. They were on bikes that didn't fit them. So um, yes. they, they did amazingly just to even make bronze final and come home with a bronze medal. So Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's next yeah. level training, training in, in, in the level. It's unbelievable. Well, you've got to think it was four years for those guys, to yeah. for, for the four of them to make just that race. Did that's you, all they did trained you train for. train at the Canberra Institute? No, they're, well, they're based in Adelaide. They're in yep. the Institute, um, Australian yep. Institute, but that the Cycling Institute is based yep. uh, in Adelaide. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so four, four years almost went down the drain at the point where you saw that handlebar break Must be off. heartbreaking for sure. We, we, we were shattered when we saw it because yeah. I knew... What that meant. What that meant. Yeah. It was game over. They weren't going to be able to actually ride again. That's right. But they got given, the, of all things, the, the officials said no. I think I heard that in the media. About yeah, that. We'll, let you, yeah. we'll let you ride yeah. again yeah. if you can put bikes together and come back up. And right. they, they managed to do it. They didn't set a time that they wanted to but because they were so spent. But anyway, they had a crack at it and they came home yes. at the end with a yeah, bronze my son, my son had d- double visor two weeks later running a marathon. Jesus. And yeah, That's four and a half hours without stopping. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. 42 guys, a fair effort. Knowing how that's knocked a few people around. That's it, was a, it, was a, it, was a, it didn't even whinge like me. Well, <laughs> I, made, I made the whole world take notice. And he goes, oh, I had a couple blisters. I said, well, I did half one. It fucking killed me for two months. And he goes, I just had a few blisters. But he raised 100 grand for charity. Oh, fantastic. Girl with cancer. It's a great effort, eh? Yeah, it's, it's a long incredible. way. I, I could never fathom 42 guys. How far is that? That's a long That's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Two guys killed me. <laughs> Tony Shaw ran a marathon and he collapsed with three k's to go. Shorey, Tommy, and yeah, he got a, right. he's passed out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I just to uh, put it in perspective too. I remember would have been what year was um, your kids born? That would have been around 96, 97. Kia's ninety five and Cal was ninety eight. So yeah, I, cool. I, rem- I remember mine was ninety four. Similar. Cal and coming to uh, rehearsal. You know, to, to either drop food off or pick you up or whatever else as, as, a, a, as a baby. Yeah, as a bub, yeah. So, you know, we're in there like banging out. I think we are probably even playing Redfern back then. Probably were. <laughs> yes. It wouldn't surprise and, um, me. You know, in the meantime, well, you know, Redfern's gone from here to there. I mean, basically somebody grew up and become an Olympian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 
Great, de- great dedication. It's We've, unbelievable. We finally yeah. finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we got the uh, the song done the same year that uh, Kelland grew into a man and won a fucking Olympic medal. That's awesome. So, so the boys in your band, you know, <coughs> I need your question, all the members in your band, who's the most famous band you played with? You well, think? I mean, the, the most memorable. I'd have oh, to, I'd defer to Simon for Rusty, that one. Rusty was out there, purple. Oh, yeah. Because he played before them. So he loved yeah. that singer. Yeah, Deep Purple. That's that's incredible. I mean, the fact that like, Hoss has tra- done two tours of Brazil with Men at Work. How was that? Wow. I, um, Good man. Great band. I'm going to give you a, a sneak preview of um, what we call our little punchy quick mix. Yes. Of the uh, the second, sig- second single that's, uh, that's going to be launching on the platforms in about four weeks. Right. Absolute cracker of a song. What's your point, man? Um, it's that way. Right on. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, this is a song called When the Night Comes. Huh. Uh, that's that might be about four, four and a half hours, perhaps. Well, it's not quite <laughs> as long as your highlights, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm not fair. His only goes for three hours. Mine goes for six and a half months. And I didn't choke. I actually kicked 100. So in your ass, Fev. You did? You know, Fev, he's that fat he makes you hungry, Fev. <laughs> <laughs> he's always first to the buffet, too. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, Fev, he actually went on Jenny Craig for six months. Did he really? Fev's lost 28 kilos of fat. Now we can't get one. <laughs> uh, he's single now, isn't he? He's good. Uh, yeah. Good. Anyway, so this is uh, this is a song. Simon's put together a, a bit of a mix so we can do a bit of a preview for it. Uh, this is When the Night Comes. Time is 
there you go, Wiz. When the night comes. Yes, I know. What do you think? In three hours, but when Warwick comes. That was a shit odd song. That was great. Very well written. Thanks, mate. And very well sung. And great lead guitarist, great drummer, great keyboards. Well, that's the first time uh, happy with it. Paul and John have good. really had to listen to it properly since, um, since we probably laid down the main tracks at, at Highway 9 Studios. We've got to give a shout out to Sean O'Sullivan. Absolutely. Yep. Absolute cracker of a guy. Great studios, Highway 9 in Croydon. Who good on you, Sean. Helped us uh, lay all the band tracks. Was he the engineer, was he? He was the engineer who helped us put all the all of the yep. the drum tracks, bass, and the core instruments together until it was ready for Simon to, you know, put we the decoration's on the cake. Magic. Sprinkling. <laughs> yeah, Simon puts the cream on the cake. Just he the fairy the dust. That's right. Cream yeah, on the yeah. cake. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, Wiz, I mean, that's that's coming close to the end of another segment. Um, we oh, wanna... enjoyed tonight. It's been good. <laughs> it's been really good. Just because they're here and we're out of lockdown. Shit out. I know it's unreal. Give yourself a clap, guys. Thank you. Nicky D, he didn't mean the clap. He said, give yourself a <laughs> clap. Uh, Let's do a key. Yep. Nick, Nicky's the only person <laughs> that could give himself the clap. That was good. I uh, want to say thank you to Ratsanani, Jason Vorher, Simon yeah. Hosford, Paul O'Brien, John O'Brien. Um, but before we move on with our final segment, just um, you know, want to take the moment. Uh, the music industry and dear friends of mine, they lost a, uh, a soul brother this week on behalf of my musical brothers and sisters, John, Paul, O'Brien, and their sister, Emma, and their father, who's legendary guitar player, Bernie O'Brien, from the classic Australian band, Saltbush, want to send a T-Wiz, uh, T-Wiz podcast wants to send their deepest sympathy and condolences to the family and friends of Ross Nicholson, who passed this week, a rock and roll cowboy, in the words of Emma, that left a beautiful legacy. I'll just give Paul and John... Who is that? Just a, how maybe, old, uh, just how a little bit of a chat. Tony? How old was he, Tony? He was a, it was a friend of the, uh, the O'Brien family, mate. Right. I, I don't know his age. He would have been... Yeah, I'm not too sure how old he was. 76, 75, yep. 76, around there. Yeah. So um, a real soul musician. He was an amazing guitar player and, and just but as a singer, was a great singer. Yeah, had, had one of the most incredible voices. Um, just truly just breathtaking voice. Just an amazing singer. An amazing musician, an incredible songwriter. Yep. But beyond all of that, he was an incredible human being. He was fun to be around. He's a beautiful human being, so it's really sad to nice. yeah. for for him to uh, have passed away. But I suppose that's what happens in yeah, life. Yeah, poor Lisa's mother died at 76 too. It's a bit too young. Yeah. It's not, not great. My, yeah. dad, my dad got to 90 and that was it. Yeah, well, that's so likely to be switched, taken away very quickly. Yeah, certainly can. It's... Seems like minutes ago, but uh, when we were kids, we were on the road with the band all the time and uh, travelling and seeing those guys and understanding you know, what their life was about and how they did what they did. They did it hard, um, travelling in that band. And, uh, yeah, quite an amazing thing to think how fast life has gone that one minute we were watching those guys on stage and they're all now at that age where they're disappearing. So. Yeah. That was Saltbush, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Saltbush, yeah. yeah. We, we, we followed around as kids and... It was incredible to grow up. I suppose that's uh, why our whole family have ended up being musicians. Is growing up in that. So you know we've got all of those guys to thank for for where we are and yep. and um, yeah that the talent that we've picked up along the way is all thanks to them. So yeah, having to see them pass is yeah. Bit sad, but that's what happens. Adios, Ross. Adios. Just say uh, Valet Ross. So on behalf of everyone here. 
Um, send our condolences to your family and friends. Uh, Warwick, you know, our first season, 10 episodes. Is that it? That's it. We're, so, I so mean, it, we'll, we'll be back next week, so but like season two. Same so like yesterday. I didn't get many words in that with you, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. Good warm up. I can cut a short story long. Yeah, I like that. I'd like to get paid by the minute by you. <laughs> I might buy a couple acres off you. Uh, mate, we've got I? some. No, it's been, it's been a great season. We've got some great guests it's to a thank. Good start. Dale Ryder. Maybe I'll just say the name. You can say a few words that come to mind. This will be fun. <laughs> Dale Ryder. Long, long lasting. <laughs> Scott Kahn. Um, it's all about Scott. <laughs> Brian Mannix. Had more plastic surgery than Wizard Capper. Sam didn't <laughs> put together, but we still we do love him. Tim Hanwood, guitar legend. Very good. Yeah. Very smooth. Grant Hansen, good mate of yours. Good. A friend of Grant Hackett's. Very good. And Jimmy the Human Hawking. Very good. Very, very good. smooth. The lovely Nat Ellison. Nice. Very sexual. <laughs> and very smooth. And I did not want I did not want her to go home. I'd rather that word didn't come out, but that'll do. <laughs> Jason Voher. Our uh, mate who's pissed off tonight and fucking left us in the cold. Very, he? very hey? good. Very funny. Hey? Yeah. Rusty called him out. Good I actually powers. quite enjoyed that. You remember when Rusty called him out because he bought three of Rusty's five songs? <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Buy the fucking rest of the songs, Jason. Simon Hosford. One, hey! of, the best, one of the best ever. One I've of the sung, best ever. I've sung his praises tonight, haven't I? The whole show. Paulie O'Brien. No, I'm very good drummer. Fellow drummer. Just behind Warwick in drumming just skills. Just he's a poor man's Warwick Capper, but no, he, we love him. The two A grades mean him. Very, very sharp, very, <laughs> very tight. And does a nice drum roll too. Johnny O'Brien on the Hammond organ and the really? keys. Oh. He's, he's, he should be in Shooter Echo. He's yeah. good on the keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we've, John, had, we've had Shooter Echo here. I don't know if that's a. I would fucking. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. He can fit in that boy band beautifully. I <laughs> would love to oh. see you play the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Rusty Brown. Yes. Fantastic. Electric Mary. Loves the swans. Loves the swans. Loves you. Loves the caps. So he comes over Loves every the two weeks. So can't get enough of Rusty. Can't get enough of him. He's the only one that lets me come on stage with him. That's, that's sad. That's bloody good of him. I got a late pass. Ratsanani. Ratsanani on early. They were fantastic. Great supporters of Australian music. Some of our phone-in guests, we've had the lovely and probably her best appearance tonight, Mrs. Minogue. Let's get her. How good is Carol Minogue? Carol. Well done, Carol. Carol keeps ringing up. I'm going to bridge her up. (laughs) Jeez, very funny. I just want to send a shout out to Danny. You know, hopefully you're uh, you got the tape off your lips in the back seat there. And uh, yep. good to hear that Ronald and Carol have let you out of the bedroom. Yeah, it's very nice. Well done. Kylie's moved back from England. Kylie's moved back. You're gonna to have to go around there and take your capper over she's her, only mate. Around the corner, so it's handy yeah. for Lisa to go around and burn a house down. Go around Great. there and have some Chardonnay and some sponge cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've had Bruce McAvaney, Ross Lyon, Prince Harry. Last week. One of the best calls we've ever had. Heard some guests, haven't we? The fucking man who outed our terrible production sister, assistant as a chronic masturbator. His father, Bruce D. Yeah. What a fucking call that was. What did he do? I don't know what he does. All I know is that he had nothing but shit to say about his own son. So uh, I think I was unconscious by that time. That <laughs> I think you might have been. But look, coming up on the show in our future episodes, the people that are confirmed so far, some incredible talent. We've got Nick Barker, Carly Jewell, Sam Boxer, Newman, Sam Newman Shannon, Noll. Shannon Noll, Sam Solomon, Lachlan Giles, Jimmy Couples, James Ryan, Aaron Shembury, Michael Spivey, Susie Ahern. And I'm going to get that boxer for us for and the Olympics, silver medalist. I actually just met, I told Simon before, we'll Could see be, if he answers. I actually messaged uh, old mate on. Wolfgang Van Halen. Before we kick it over to Simon Hosford to uh, play us out for our end of season show, show, Warwick, I just want to say 
Mate, thank you very much, mate. You are fucking hilarious. Thanks, I love mate. you, and it's been Grouse first season. Thanks, mate. I love you like a brother, but we're having Tasmania. You've been a good co-host, mate. Thank you very much. You've done all the research. I've done fuck all. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the names just dragged me over the line. <laughs> it's been a great first season. Thanks, it's mate. been a great Thanks first season. I uh, just want to, one more time, thank my band of brothers, Jason Vorher, Paul O'Brien, John O'Brien, Simon Hosford. We'll give a shout-out to the chronic masturbator, Nicky D. Yeah, yep. Yeah, <laughs> He's worn the skin off his hands. The wizard. He needs some Warren Kappa. I'm Tony Marks. This I'm is the T-Wiz podcast, episode 10. Heading off with the beautiful Simon. Take a Simon. Here we go. You've been a great audience. The Warwick and Simon. How good was that?